1: love that sound. This is a good one. Welcome and hello to, or should be hello, welcome, it doesn't matter. Welcome to the Full Scale Outdoors podcast. I am Dale Lugaville. Thank you for joining me. This is this week's recap and rant. I decided to jump into a Thursday night tournament, derby, whatever you want to call it. And this just in, I suck at bass fishing, so that's cool. I'll see you next week. (laughs) This is pretty much how my weekend went. Uh, Yeah, it was bad. It was actually on uh, Green Lake, which was the lake that I won on with my tournament. And uh, judging by how I fished Thursday night and how fishing went, friday and saturday um i'm gonna say that was a fluke because apparently i can't catch bass. i don't know it was bad like i i went that tournament i figured they'd be like in the same pattern and i think they basically were but man i just couldn't get bites there's two people beat me to my to my spot and uh they knew what they were doing because they both you know hit the old spot lock and were camped out pretty much in the same spot fishing pretty slow which is what I basically did except without the spot lock part because I don't have that and it would have came in so if I can make any excuses which one you're a fisherman everybody can make excuses uh spot lock would would have definitely helped I was 100% at a disadvantage because the wind was blowing right into that bay pretty good mind you and um I had, you know, I had to maintain that boat control and try to f- fish behind me because that's the, you know, the, we're on the north shore is a south wind. And so trying to fish that weed line with f- finesse tactics just was pretty tough. I mean, sure, if I could have hit that anchor button and walked to the back of the, the boat and fished off the back, that would have been something. Uh, also, I didn't realize it was like a, a team event kind of a thing so I had one line in the water whereas the other team said two that put me at a little bit of a disadvantage um, but even still I feel like I should have caught fish I mean I watched the one boat catch a really nice one right when I pulled up and uh, you know they proceeded to catch a few more I think pretty sure I saw them upgrade so they had their five but all I could muster was two little ones now I did hook into and dump a couple nice fish I never got to see them um, but they, you know, when you set the hook and it, the whole rod loaded up, you knew it was a pretty good one. Although, you know, who knows? It could have been a dogfish because actually I pulled up the, my first spot and threw out an, four or five casts. I set the hook and what I was hoping would be a big bass, and no, it was a dogfish. And the hook popped out on that one too, but, which is fine. I didn't really need to catch that on a derby night, but uh, they are. I do like catching dogfish, so it's fun. So, I mean, the other two could have been dogfish, but I kind of doubt it. I'm pretty sure they're just nice bass. Could not get bit on the wacky rig, and I'm pretty sure it's what everybody else was throwing or some kind of trick worm or something like that because everybody had the fairy ones out. Everybody had the spin cast gear out. And uh, I just, man, I could not get bit. And then at one point in time, I'm just like, well, whatever. I'm just going for big bites. So I picked up a 3 eight ounce jig and started working that. That's actually what I caught my two fish on. That's what I hooked the dogfish on and it's what I hooked those other two fish on that I didn't get to see. And I tried, you know, chatterbaits. I tried a jig worm. I tried pretty much a drop shot and I pretty much tried everything and, uh, it just wasn't happening for me. So I let my two go and didn't even bother weighing in. Um, what's the point? I mean, I I watched those guys catch a limit and I had two, you know, 14 inches. <laughs> Don't, uh, yeah. There was really no reason to stick around. Other than I guess could have stuck around, and saw what actually wanted, but I wouldn't be surprised if the guys that wanted were the ones that was kind of fishing next to. They were doing pretty good, and other boats are running all over the lake, which is usually not a good thing. So we'll see. But yeah, those other two boats were camped out in that spot pretty much the whole time. Um, fortunately, I mean not that it mattered, but there was enough room in between those guys that I was able to kind of slip in there without being too close to either one of them. But I did have to manage that with my boat control. <laughs> Again, if I could have a been... spot lock. I need to start a GoFundMe page. Buy Dale a spot lock. <laughs> what do you guys think? Can it help me out? Oh, my God. You've got probably tired of me bitching about it. I know I'm I'm tired of bitching about it. That's for sure. But, you know, at three grand. They don't just give those damn things away. Well, oh, then my well, this is the other thing. The boat's like falling apart. So all weekend, mysterious stuff is going wonky. Um, a weld broke on my um, winch stand, so that's super cool. I gotta either weld that up or order a new one. I think I'm just gonna order a new one because the roller's been junk for so long, anyways. Bite the bullet and just order a new one right from Ranger. Uh, I had a a strap tied on strap in the back completely went the shit on me so i replaced both of those that was actually last week and then my trim has started backed up um it wasn't going down it would go up but it wouldn't go down and then mysteriously it would just go down so i don't know i'm pretty sure that pump's going out i gotta look at that uh my little my little tiny cute little five inch bird up front is the g it won't connect to the gps won't connect so i don't have it. i can't like punch waypoints or even look at where I am on the map to you know, not only do I not have spot lock or really great, you know, control at the front, I if I'm fishing offshore structure, like I can't even tell. I have to like walk back and look at my main graph real quick. So okay, I'm pretty close or oh yep, yeah, it's over there. I gotta move over a little bit. So yeah, uh putting myself at disadvantage. So I need to get that fixed. I think I'm just gonna buy a you know another I think I'm just going to buy another graph for the front. Nothing crazy. Probably another five. Maybe I'll get crazy and get a seven. If I can find a used one that for a decent price, maybe I'll put a seven up front. Um, yeah, but I've like, got Lahamadu coming up for the club, and that's where the state tournament's at, and I'm going to need that for sure. Um pretty sure that by, by state tournament, 100% those fish are more than likely going to be offshore structure. Um, notch sh- I mean they they should start moving out here pretty soon I'm really hoping these fish get out of this kind of post spawn funk which I guess we can call it but I feel like we should be already but they definitely seem to be in transition and so yeah I just you know I fished around so I was going to join an attorney on Saturday too just when you know show up pay at the launch kind of thing on Saturday so I'm like well We'll see. Uh, let me do some pre fishing on this body of water and if I put together a, a decent pattern then I'll jump in. If I suck, then I'm just not. might as well save my sixty dollars. So that's what I did on, on Sun or Friday. And yeah, it was not good. Um, I caught two fish. One was a nice one though. Um I didn't weigh it, but it was probably four or four plus, so it was a good one. Caught one little one, I think I missed a couple Little ones, uh, nothing crazy. I kind of just And there were just one here, that one way over there, like no real set pattern. And I'm like, well, this is, I can't fish like this, not in a tournament. Like this is, you know, be one thing if it was, you know, state or uh, I'd already had it scheduled or it was a club event, it's like, well, you're going to have to figure it out. But because I was just planning on showing up and fishing anyways, yeah, I'm going to save my money on that one. I think that was a pretty wise choice. Um, my nephew Trenton was in town and his girlfriend Peyton, and so they wanted to go fishing on a Saturday. So he had some stuff to do in the morning, but I met him down on uh, White Bear and uh, fished down there for, you know, four hours or so. Uh, Peyton did good. She caught, like, four fish. I had her on set up with a jig worm. Uh, I tried pretty much everything. We even tried imitating her throwing the same thing that didn't really work. <laughs> tried drop shots again, jigs, all the stuff spinner baits, chatter baits, cranking nothing, nothing doing. I think I caught one bass, maybe two. I don't remember. Trent didn't catch any, haha, <laughs> sucker. He did catch a little bluegill. He had to pick up the panfish rod for that, which I don't fault them, it's just fun, anyways. I did stumble upon a nice little school of rock bass that was fun with the drop shot. They were. They were chewing that, and I caught a couple little pike on it, too. So, you know the bass were down there. So, again, I just don't know if they're in a funk. I'm not throwing the right things. Man, I don't know. And uh, so that was that. Um, Then then I drove out to meet up with uh, Doug Glimmerveen and the boys from the Dad Bod Outdoors podcast, and uh, we... Recorded a flight companion, which is the first flight companion. We figured this out since last year, like September. So it's been like nine months since I've done a flight companion, and it was an absolute blast. We have I have to do better at scheduling more of those. I don't. know How often do you guys? Would you guys like to see a flight companion every other month, once a month? Like what? What do? What? What are your thoughts? Let me know. Send me a message. Um, they're fun to do for sure. I just need to be better at. You know, scheduling th- these things out in advance, so when I do hit up people, they're not, oh, I'm busy this weekend or whatever. Like, just do a better job of planning them out. But this one was fun, and um, I haven't yet. It'll it'll come out this week, uh, Thursday, or Friday, and I haven't yet uploaded or tried to put it together. I'm a little nervous. I'm not sure my computer is going to be able to handle it because we recorded for five hours and forty five minutes. <laughs> damn near six hours. It was crazy. So after like an hour and a half, I'm like, oh, this is flowing pretty good. I was, I was thinking, just kind of basing on like the flow of the conversation and stuff, I'm like, yeah, this us be like three, you know, four tops kind of a thing. And uh, you know, we talked about maybe, get, you know, what the record was at that time for, and I think it was like close to five hours, like four hours and 45 minutes. And Doug was giving me shit because um, he's like, well, we could have, we could have went, I wanted to go, but you were really tired. I'm like, yeah, dude, I was like falling asleep. I couldn't pay attention to who was saying what, like, it was like, it was time to wrap it up. And, uh, so i didn't really think much of it. And I think the next time I looked at it, cause what started that conversation, I think I looked at the clock and it was at like four and a half hours. So that's what started that conversation. I was like, well, maybe we'll make five. And the next time I looked at it, it was five 30. And I was like, Holy shit. <laughs> And then we proceeded to talk for another 15 minutes. I tried wrapping it up a couple times, then we'd just keep talking. Man, it was a ton of fun. Um, Just a ton of fun. So I um, can't wait to listen to that one. I mean, that'll help a day go by. There's nearly six hours of audio there. So when I go to put that one in the old computer, let's see if I have enough memory space. I might have to do some uh, preliminary disk cleanup. It's going to be... it's going to be kind of sporty. We'll have to wait and see. So that was, yeah, that was, that was my week. Not a lot of catching. A lot of fishing, not a lot of catching. Pretty frustrated. From what I hear around the state here in Minnesota, that's somewhat similar. I've seen a few people do pretty good as far as their social media posts, but most everybody seems to be on the same struggle bus I am, which makes me feel a little better. I should say better, just not as bad. Because I still feel like I should go out and be able to catch five you know, on any given day, and that was not the case Thursday night, so whatever, so that's that, um, my rant, uh, I was trying to figure something out, and so this particular guy, I don't remember, I could probably, if I open my my phone and go to TikTok, I'd find this guy instantly, because for whatever reason, he has been all over my For You page, um, some kayak bass angler from like the East Coast, He's, his content's good enough, you know, um, but he has a pretty strong opinion about Guggen, Guggen baits, And uh, he's out there overpriced, I'll never, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I usually I don't like to call out companies, but Guggen will never be in my boat, blah, blah, blah. And then I've heard, and then that just kind of started making me think. It's like, I've heard a lot of negative stuff about Guggen, but to be honest, I don't even know who they are. I've never watched a single video of theirs and in general like I just don't watch a lot of YouTube like I just don't I mean I'm I don't really have the time like I'm working uh, in my spare time you know well, I listen to podcasts when I work or I listen to music and then or I'm fishing myself like when I do have downtime I don't know it just doesn't really occur to me to go on YouTube I mean maybe I should maybe I would be able to catch five fish if I watched a couple <laughs> how to catch bass YouTube channels. Um, so I took it upon myself today to to watch a, a Guggen Squad video. I didn't watch a bunch of them. I just picked one random one, pretty much, and watched it. And I guess I can kind of see what some people don't like. They get pretty excitable, and in a lot of cases, overexcitable. Excitable, but to be fair, it's really not that different than what Iconelli is, or for sure used to be. And I remember all those complaints. And I'm old enough for that. We're him ike and i are about the same age and i remember when he was hitting the you know the bass scene like they were trying to bar him from the the league and everything else they're like this isn't what we want you know and he's hooping and hollering over a 14 inch fish and you know carrying on flailing around his deck and people didn't like him i liked him in the back then. i was like to me that was like fresh and you know i watched this googan video and you know for me now, in my old age, I was like, yeah, it's, just, it's, it's a little much. But then I also have to think, I'm not their main demographic. Listen, you know, when it comes to music, everybody knows me, knows I am not a Luke Bryant fan. But I'm also not his main demographic. So I don't think he gives a shit what my opinion is of him. And I'm sure the same goes for the Googan Squad. They seem to be doing well. They have a lot of followers on YouTube. They're making their own baits. They're making some money. Um I don't think they're going to care about the haters. And no matter what you do, those haters are going to be out there. So, I mean, I don't – I guess you could start a stream or a, a thread. Go ahead and and uh, let me know what your opinion is of the, the Guggen squad. I've used some of their baits. Um, actually, I bought some jigs that I I like them just fine. At the Minnesota State Fair, they had a little booth last year, a little, like, some things you could – cast you know they had some kids are flipping baits and i didn't do any of that but it looked it looked pretty fun they had a bunch of a young young anglers coming in and out of there um and they had they were selling some baits. so i looked at it and i i don't know they're they're selling their their jigs for like shit i don't even remember now but they, it seemed reasonable three and a half bucks four and a half bucks or something like that so i was like well, hell damn that's that's not bad i'm gonna Pick a few of these up. I've never used them. I think about a couple of soft plastics. So one of the things that that guy was going off of was how overpriced they were, and he had screenshots or pictures of you know what he was paying. And I don't know. I guess when I'm perusing the tackle shops up here, you know, and I go to Thorn a lot, um it's kind of like my neighborhood tackle shop now that Gander Mountains don't sell fish and shit anymore. And I just like Thorn. Thorn's they they're a sponsor of Minnesota Made. They're they've been a supporter of future anglers of minnesota so they've done right right by us and by me so i'm going to continue to shop there um didn't mean to turn that into a thorn brothers commercial but there you have it anyways uh they i mean i don't know i when i look at the Guggen Bates, i don't the price doesn't jump out at me like oh my god but it got me thinking like maybe i should creep on that guy's uh youtube page a little bit or not his uh, TikTok page a little bit and see if he's throwing jackhammers. Because if you're gonna complain about price of a bait and then throw a jackhammer, <laughs> I mean, to me, see, I don't, I don't know that I own any jackhammers because I can't bring myself to pay 15 bucks for a chatterbait that I'm gonna lose to a northern. Maybe I should. Do they work that much better? Let me know in the comments. Like I, I like honestly, like let me know. Like is, is it worth the, Is it, is a jackhammer worth that extra? I mean. Damn, they're almost twice as much as any other chatterbait out there. But if they work, I'll spend the money. <laughs> I mean, again, now I'm gonna be pissed when I lose it to a pike. But you know it, that's just part of the risk. Also, why I will, i would never throw a custom crankbait in Minnesota. <laughs> Not a chance. I, I, honestly, I probably wouldn't throw one, anyways, because you ain't getting me to pay 20, 30 bucks for a crankbait. That's just not happening. I, I again, I would have to see some really really strong evidence that they catch fish that much better than something straight off the shelf. I don't know. That's so so we got a lot to talk about. You can throw all sorts of stuff into my uh into my social medias um trying to upload more to TikTok, but uh you know, we just went through my recap and I can honestly tell you didn't get much content. For the old TikTok-a-ru. Uh but I don't know. Maybe I need to do like that other guy and just start doing tips and tricks. You know, kind of more informational TikToks. I guess I could do that. Maybe I should start putting my well, I can't put my rants on there. I think you can know, only go like three minutes long. Well, I could do like part one, part two, part twelve, <laughs> or do a flight companion and have a whole year's worth of three-minute videos. I don't even think I could fit it all into a year. If I tried to put that flight companion on TikTok, that would be incredible. Although, I think when I listen back to it, if some funny parts jump out of me, because there was a lot of funny parts, uh, I might have to time mark those, go back, turn those into little TikToks or something. That would be fun. You know what would be badass would be to like. I wish I could do this myself, but I can't because uh, I don't have the knowledge. But to animate that stuff cuz obviously my podcast is audio only so there's no video to throw on a tiktok like making little cartoons you know kind of like the one guy does for uh, joe rogan his his little clips sometimes something like that would be i think could be pretty hilarious but i could just uh i'll just find some stills and figure something out put it put it on that but yeah that that could that could play decent that could be pretty fun But in general, uh, getting back on topic with the Googans, um, I don't know. There just seems to be, when things get really popular, and again, I can see why some people don't like them. They're a bit much. But with that said, they're also very popular. And when anything gets really popular, all of a sudden there springs up this subculture of like, it's cool to not like them. Just for the sake that they're popular. I mean, I've seen it. I'm old, I'm 49, you know, but I remember back in the day, and all you young folks are going to have any point of reference for this, but everybody liked Michael Jackson in the 80s, mid-80s, late 80s, like everybody liked Michael Jackson. He was the biggest star in the world. And then I swear to God, one day, somebody woke up and said it wasn't cool to like Michael Jackson, and then all of a sudden there was this just, it just, swept through. I mean, it went viral. Then all of a sudden, no, I wouldn't say nobody, but then there, this big group of people that didn't like Michael Jackson and then also claimed to never like Michael Jackson. Oh, I never liked him. Cause it, now it was cool to not like Michael Jackson. And this was before all the, the allegations of child stuff and everything. like it just, he got too popular. So then it became cool to, Hate him, or to not like him, or whatever, and so that just happens, and I've seen it in every pretty much every arena in life, and it definitely happens in the outdoor space too, um, whether that be the Guggen squad or Sitka. I mean, there's a ton of people that throw shade at Sitka. Oh, this, you know, throw all sorts of insults at people that wear, you know, wear Sitka. Questioning their sexuality and everything else, it's like. Well, I mean, you can hate on it because it's expensive, but it's also really good equipment. I mean, I myself don't own any, but I know a bunch of buddies they do, and they all swear by it. And I know I have a couple of buddies that reluctantly bought it. They bought it just to see what the hype was, and then you know they kind of went after hating on it, would have to come back with their head hung a little low, like the stuff is actually pretty good. You know, after throwing shade on it for however long and now that you know have to admit that the stuff's pretty good so i mean yeah it's expensive it seems to be a really good product they have an incredible warranty um customer service seems to be pretty bomb so if you're just one of those guys out there that are hating on it for no reason you're only limiting yourself you know it's kind of like doug glimmerveen from SmackDown outdoors podcast like and we brought this up or i brought this up in the in the pod, in the flight companion, where the hill he is going to die on is, he has never seen Top Gun the original, and he's not going to see the new one, Maverick. And I'm like, what? I'm like, fine, don't watch the first one. I think you should still see Maverick because it's a really fun and it's actually a really good movie by itself. It's better if you watch the first one because there's all sorts of throwbacks to it. But he's like, nope, not doing it. I'm like that is the. Still... I mean, you're only <laughs> by doing that. You're not proving anything to anybody, and you're only taking potential joy away from yourself. So it's like you can hate Sitka gear, you can hate the Guggen stuff, but it's like you're just only denying yourself an experience. I Man, I can't really speak to the Guggen Squad stuff, I don't use that much of it. The jigs I thought were great, I had no like the hooks didn't break, the brush guard stayed in, the skirts seemed like I have no problem with them. They worked like every other jig I've ever used. Um, so I can't really say anything negative about that. They're plastics. You know, I mean, they're plastics. Is any one plastic any better than the other other than, you know, Z-Man, that Elastec stuff? That stuff's great. You can't destroy that stuff. But that's kind of the only soft plastic I can think that, like, stands out and shines. Gary models are expensive, but they're the best stickworms out there, in my opinion. They have the, you know, they got that weight to them. They sink the best. Now, they're they're very fragile, but I th- also think that's why they work really good. I did, I am slow to this, I will say. I started using, I was actually, uh, Charlie, when I fished at that league, he had those, the bands for the wacky rigs where you hook the band instead of the worm. Yeah, I'm slow to the party to that one, but that is definitely the way to go. And so then I'm like, I got to get myself some of that. So when I went and I got the ones like the little pliers one, uh, they're not the Arsenal ones, they're the VMCs, I think. And then I got their bands. And their bands are cool because they have a little, knob on the top of the band we're actually supposed to put your hook but what i learned maybe i'm not using the right size band is that if a a fish just takes the worm but not the hook and you and you set the hook it'll pull that worm straight through that little band so joel said you gotta just still clip the worm a little bit but with the vmc's can't really but i guess i could use like regular band and just go through the worm and under the band and not use that little wormhole thing but again i'm probably using the wrong size band for that size worm or whatever i don't know i'm new to it so but definitely is the way to go you get more life out of your stick worms for sure like well anything anything better than one fish a worm is <laughs> is a bonus which is uh, i got quite a few more than just one fish per worm so that's definitely the way to go um yeah, man, that's that's all I really got for you is going kind to of have a short one this week. Um, it'll offset the giant one that's going to uh, come out at the end of the week, Thursday or Friday, that big flight companion. But uh, you guys are going to like it. I know I, I got some comments on uh, Facebook. I put a little teaser out there, and it uh, seems like people were, were stoked that, that we are having another one. So might uh, – not might. I need to do those more often. But, yeah, go ahead and shoot me a message. Uh, what do you think? Every other month? Once a quarter? Once a month? What do you think? How often should I have these flight companions? I'll have to figure that out. And give me your opinion opinion on Google Guggen Squad, uh, Sitka Gear, or any other, like, whatever. Just give me something to argue. I need (laughs) it, helps me pick a topic for these rants. I got, you know, I had to go perusing today to figure out what the hell I was going to talk about. So there you go. I appreciate everybody. Um, if you haven't followed me on tiktok and you're on tiktok go ahead and find me it's full scale doors just like everything else um facebook instagram the bell, snapchat all right that's it talk to you guys later whatever your passion pursue it full scale